Welcome everyone to this episode of the Women in Technology Spotlight, uh, where today I have with me Chisholm Elekwa. She is an aspiring security operations analyst from Nigeria. Welcome Chisholm. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you for giving me your time to show what uh, women in tech do and talking a little bit about yourself. Let's kick it off with a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about your personal history. Okay, so my name is Chisum Elekwa. I am a student of the University of Nigeria in Suka Enugu Campus, Nigeria. Yes, I'm studying medical radiography. So I'm in the medical sector also, and I have interests. I love, I have hobbies also, like every other human being. Yes, tell I us about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love to bake. I love to meet people. Yes, I just love to meet, especially people of same interests. So I just love mm-hmm. to connect with people. And also I love to gain new ideas. Yes, something mm-hmm. I've never known before, coming into realization of that. It's, it's really nice for me. Also, uh, I have interest in cybersecurity, though being in the medical field. And in cybersecurity, I have interest in becoming a security operations center analyst. It gives mm-hmm. me this frontline feeling. Okay. I'm at the forefront of everything. So I really do love it. And I hope to be the best SOC analyst out there. Yeah. Thank you. So before I, I dive into your interest in technology and cybersecurity, tell me a little bit more about your family. Did you have any role models that, you know, led you into the direction of technology? Uh, tell me a little bit about your parents. Did your father or your mother work in tech or your brothers or sisters? Okay, so first stuff is I'm an only child, so mm-hmm. no brothers, no sisters. My parents didn't actually work in tech. My mom is not really the computerish, if I can use that word, type of person. Neither really my dad. So there are no role models for me in coming into tech for my family. But the where my parents stood as role models for me is in the fact of multitasking two different intents demanding and bulky field. So I have medical radiography and I have cybersecurity. So being able to combine these two fields together, I'll give a thumbs up to my parents because I see them multitask a lot. So I feel if they can multitask in different aspects, though mm-hmm. it doesn't have to do with technology, then I can do same in my own field. Okay. So you didn't have any role models. So then tell me a little bit, what kind of school did you go to? How did you develop this interest? Also, medical radiography is also a technical subject. I mean, it's not IT, but it's also technology. And you seem very keen on technology and, and learning, you know, how things work. So tell me, how, how did that start? Was that something you were always interested in? Okay. So as a kid, I love to know why things work and why they work the way they do. Why don't they work the other way around? Why does it have mm-hmm. to be this way? Yes. And I also, when I get devices or I see softwares, I want to know what other thing can this do aside what you're showing me now? So I had mm-hmm. this interest in computer related stuff. I remember when I was in high school, that was in my Nigeria, we call it senior secondary school one, SS1. I would disturb my computer teacher after classes to, um, to 
dismantle the computer system and put it together. I wanted to see why this was here, why that was here. I also come personally and meet him and say, so I want to learn how to hack. I want to learn how to, you know, be that tech guru, like, you know, in the movies. Yes, this guy was <laughs> So I want, I had interest for, for things like that. But I found myself in the medical sector, so yeah. But still, yeah. you know, there was that interest still. So you obviously have a very curious mind, and that is also something you need, not just, you know, interest for technology, but this will to learn new things and understand how they work. So um, tell me a little bit more about, um, you say you are trying to, to uh, change into cybersecurity or learn more about cybersecurity. Are you taking classes or what are you doing? Okay, so when I first started, I started as a self-learner. I didn't have um, internships to start with. But before I, okay, before I got into cybersecurity, a friend of mine told me about cybersecurity. I had interest for tech because mm -hmm. I had tech friends, but I wanted to move from being in the techie association mm -hmm. into becoming a tech person in reality, in doing. So I had few interests, but they were quite flimsy. There was nothing in particular, you know, so I heard about cybersecurity. I knew nothing about it then. So mm -hmm. it was in February of this year, 2022. So I said, okay, I'll do my research. And I did my research. And I thought, okay, this is something, it's not so common here yet. But mm -hmm. like these the people around me, I wasn't really hearing cybersecurity. So how I came to be interested in cybersecurity, a friend of mine, I'll consider her a sister. That was in February of 2022 this year. She told me about cybersecurity. And I felt, well, you know, what's cybersecurity? Well, from the a layman who understands cyber and security, you can put it together. But I didn't really know much about it. So I did my research and I felt, okay, this is quite interesting, considering it was not so common around me yet. After that, I took a course on the Simply Learn app, which is the introduction to cybersecurity course. It was a three-hour course. It was detailed, it was interesting, you know, there were pictures also so I could flow considering I was a beginner. Yes, and after I was done with the course, I was able to confidently explain to people why I wanted to be in cybersecurity and not other aspects of tech that is very popular like web design or web development or UI UX. I was confident mm -hmm. about wanting to be in cybersecurity. And also I wanted to move from being you know, the tech by association. Because I had tech friends, <laughs> most of them were in software development. One of my classmates during the lockdown got into software engineering, and she had a job already. So I wanted the same thing for myself. So yes, yeah, so I wanted to be a techie in reality. Mm -hmm. Also, I had interest for tech prior to this year. Um, in my secondary school then, I'd meet my computer teacher and disturb him to teach me how to, you know, dismantle the computer, put it together, why this is called a motherboard and not a fatherboard, <laughs> and all of those things. Yes, and also teaching to, okay, I wanted to learn how to, you know, hack and be that guy in the hoodie, but now it's more defined now. Yes. Yeah. So but, tell me, Jason, what is it that you find fascinating about cybersecurity? So maybe for someone who is not, familiar with cybersecurity, what is it and why do you find it interesting? Okay, so when we look at these innovations that are given to us, they are configured to best suit the user. And in that configuration, you need to give out personal data, like your name, 
most times your fingerprint, personal passwords, and all of these things. And cyber criminals could leverage on this data given out to attack people, to attack organizations. So cybersecurity um, plays a major role in technology because it's not going out now. Technology is going to keep improving down to the next 100 plus years. Same cybersecurity is going to be so needed in technology. Mm -hmm. And whether you're directly or indirectly involved in it, you just have to be cyber secure. So whether it's just a phone number you have or you just have an email account, you get hacked, you get fished, you know, and all of those things. Yes, absolutely. So one big thing in cybersecurity is keeping your data safe, your private data, but also companies, of course, you know, cyber criminals are trying to hack them, to extort money and to, you know, break into their systems and destroy something. So yes. And as you said, which is very important, is that this is not going to change in the next 20, 30 years. Um, so yeah, uh, I think all, I also think that cybersecurity, as I'm myself, I'm working in cybersecurity, uh, is a big topic and it's a good career to choose. So tell me a little bit about, you know, being a young woman in Nigeria who is breaking into tech. What is it like? Do you have a lot of women peers or is it mostly men or? How is your situation? Okay, so I feel it's, it's way better now. It's mm -hmm. way better now than it was before. The stigmatization, if I use that word, is not as intense as we normally used to have before. Now there are more women in tech. Yes, mm -hmm. like I said earlier, I have a classmate who goes into software engineering and now she's working. She's working two jobs already wow. and we're in the same class. So there's, there are more women in tech now, and there are also internships and organizations that are in Nigeria that are dedicated to helping women. Like one of it in cybersecurity, I know most about that, is the CyberSafe Foundation. So there are internships like this dedicated for women and girls only. And there are also ladies also on, on Twitter that I've seen, they are Nigerians and are pushing you know, um, technology into the world really hard. Like, um, the she she codes Africa, yes. Oh yes, so it's owned by a woman. Yes, Adora. And you know, it, it's better now. It's better now. If it was 10, 20 years ago, you know, I would have had something different to say. But now things are getting better, and I'm really grateful for that. Yeah, this is good to hear, and I'm really glad. And I'm talking to a lot of other other Nigerian women who are in tech, and I am really glad to see that the situation has changed, and that there is a good. Uh, prospect for, for women working in tech. And so talking about the future, so you're now working on breaking into cybersecurity, where do you see yourself in the next years? What is your plan? Okay, so talking about the future, my aspirations in getting into cybersecurity, I want to not just gain this knowledge for myself, mm -hmm. because there's a lot of gap to be filled, but in you know working in cybersecurity and that knowledge gap to be filled. So I, I would love to create an organization, an academy that will also teach people. I've been I've been a beneficiary of some internships and I'll say they had helped, they have helped, you know, put my parts in place, help me organize things. Starting as a self-learner was really hard. I had to, you know categorize things myself because the internet gives you a lot of resources especially tech related but then having to you know categorize between beginner intermediate advanced was very hard for me 
But then yeah. getting on internships really did help me shift that. And there are also a lot of people out there who maybe don't have that patience to begin to organize, go through a lot of resources, and then they just give up. But then these people have potential people that would make strong impact in the technological sector. So I want to have an academy or an organization that would teach people, groom them from the very basic to when they're mature enough to get their first job. Yes, and I also love to give um, work to create awareness. So it, I feel in, in the West, in abroad, as what we say in Nigeria, abroad, it's more, security is more on the high side where people are more knowledgeable. But here in Nigeria, here in Africa, it's not that intense. Like the man in the village probably don't, doesn't see why he should be cybersecurity, it doesn't bother him. His money is probably yeah. on that bed somewhere. But he has a phone number, he could get robbed by that. So, you know, I want to create awareness to both the old to the young. So this is point that yeah. you're making. There's a lot of information on the internet that, um, and, and it's very hard to understand which is the relevant, in the, where do you start? What is relevant for me? Where do I begin? So it's important to, to uh, structure that information. And if you have the, the capability to do that, that is something that would be really, really helpful. And the other thing that you touched on, and I think that's very important uh, is that cybersecurity is something that everyone should, or at least cybersecurity awareness is something that everyone should have. And you talked about, you know, the old man in the village. Yes, maybe he does not have a computer, but as I know in Nigeria, a lot of people pay with their phones and, you know, this can also, you know, they can steal his money. So you have to also yeah. understand how to keep your personal data, your finances safe in this digital world. So I think that is a great aspiration you have. And it would be wonderful to see because this is something that we would really need. And, I, and it's also lovely to see how many um, young people in, in Nigeria are aspiring to use this digital work to do something good for everyone. So thank you for that. And um, since we're already coming to the close a little bit of this, this conversation, um, if you were talking to like, yeah, if you had a younger sister, I know you were an only child, but if you had a younger sister yeah. and she was like maybe 10, 11, what would you tell her what she should, um, you know, do to have a career in tech or would you recommend a career in tech to her? What would you say? Okay, so my tech journey has really been interesting. It's mm -hmm. not up to a year yet, it's a few months, but I've learned so much. So much. So the first thing I would say to her is accept rejection. Mm -hmm. Yes. And this this is strong for a first point, but I just have to put it out there. When I was done with the the my learning on the Simply Learn app, I decided, okay, let me apply for internship. I want to, you know, join other community of people. I can't just mm -hmm. learn on my own. And my first internship I applied for is cybersecurity. Okay, so this is the story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I went to the first stage of the internship. Beautiful, I got it. I went to the second stage, which was a test. I passed. Now the third stage has to do with an interview. I'd never been on an interview before. I've never even dreamt of being on an interview at that moment of my life. So I, it had to go perfect for me. It had to go so well. I went on YouTube. I watched videos on how to speak, how to talk, how to, you know, do have a perfect interview. Mm -hmm. And beautifully, my interviewer kept commenting. She said, oh, beautiful. I love the way you talk. I felt so good. I felt so good. But wow, 
I got a rejection mail. Oh. I was not accepted. Mm-hmm. It hit me really hard. It hit me really hard. But now it's better for me. This few months, I've gotten other rejection mails. But one thing that has changed for me is I'm not like before where I felt really down, like the whole world was crashing and all of this. Now I accept rejections better. Mm-hmm. I look back, I check. What did I do wrong? What were they expecting that I did not give? Yes, they know you're a beginner. That's why it's a beginner course. But what were they expecting from a beginner that I couldn't give at that point? And this has helped me sail through internships, other internships. Yes, I've gotten rejection mails, but I've gotten some other ones too. Yes. And so your attitude towards rejection is key. It's very key. It can, make, it can destroy your whole tech career if you handle it wrongly. But if you handle it rightly, it will be a story to tell in the future. Yes. Secondly, I would say consistency. So consistency is a word which we almost always approach daily, but it's really hard to, to keep up. Yeah. On that note, I attended a seminar in May when I was still very new and a cybersecurity seminar. It was organized by the Diary of Hackers. Mm-hmm. There were prominent speakers there, the likes of um, Confidence Stavley, Right, Maudor, Judy Gray, and so many others. And one thing they kept hitting on was find a niche and optimize LinkedIn. So it took me time to find a niche too, but I found one eventually. But then the other one I want to talk about is optimizing LinkedIn. So I created LinkedIn, but I wasn't doing anything on LinkedIn. I was just there for being there. So they, say it's, they said it was a professional field. So, you know, let's be professional. So yes, anyway, I jumped on a consistency challenge where we were to post for 20 days on LinkedIn on different topics. It wasn't tech related, but I felt if I was going to create visibility for myself, then I would need to build consistency. It wasn't easy posting for 20 days, but (laughs) there are times when I did not want to post anything. I just wanted to sleep. But yes, I still did. <laughs> I still did. And he taught me what it would be like when I'm on my own and I'm trying to be consistent. And on that note, a week later, I started a consistency challenge for myself. It's, I tagged it 30 days of cyber. So for 30 days, I'm supposed to post something on my LinkedIn and on my Twitter on cybersecurity. So yeah, so that's, that's really helpful. It's not been easy. I just started. But <laughs> It feels like I've gone 20 miles already, but I, I, I will finish it. I will finish it because that's how, that's how you grow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That's how you grow. Lastly, I'll say network meets people. Mm-hmm. Nobody learns on their own. A plant will not grow in a dark room. You have to bring it out to sunlight. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, optimizing LinkedIn still. So when I go on LinkedIn, I try to optimize my LinkedIn, make use of my LinkedIn. I started sending invite requests to a lot of professionals in cybersecurity and to just like myself. And the beautiful thing, I'll give a hundred a thumbs up to the cybersecurity community. There's this open hand, open arms rather, to welcome the newbies. So everybody's ready to help you, you know, put you through. One significant thing that happened for me was when I sent um sent invites rather to some people, they were the first to chat me up and say, Hello, it's nice to connect with you. And just an enthusiast like myself, I was super excited. I poured out my heart. Hello, sir. I'm an enthusiast. My name is Chisum. I just got in cybersecurity. I don't know what to do. You know, the whole enthusiastic thing came out. 
and they sent me resources. They said, okay, my DM is open anytime. You can always come into my DM. I'm always ready to listen to you. And it was beautiful. Also mm -hmm. on Twitter. So meet people, connect with people. Where you have questions, you ask. I've also joined um, different communities on Discord. So when I have like issues on my Linux or my computer, I type and someone is ready to respond to me. And also mm -hmm. being on internships also. I applied for as many internships as possible. Being on internship for the ones you will get and the ones you don't get, well, for the ones you will get, um, being an internship have brought me to family. I'll call them family. Yes, because we relate like that. We relate very close. The, there's this boot camp I just finished, organized by um, the ICTTF. It's a cybersecurity bootcamp for women. I got it from being in the community. Someone posted about it and I just joined. And now I have a certificate from it. Yes, and I learned a whole lot. Thank you. So be on communities related to network. Thank you. These are great recommendations. All of them are so important. Resiliency against rejection is a big thing in life, you know. Understanding that failure is part of life, learning from failure and then taking it to the next step and trying again is so important if you want to be successful. So this is already a very good point. Consistency, of course, I mean, it does, it's not enough just to try something one time and then, you know, not do anything. You have to keep going, keep going, even when it's not convenient. I think that's a big point that you have to continue doing things even when you don't feel like it one day. And then the networking part, which is so important. I, I cannot overemphasize it. Um, it's so important to build a strong network of people who can support you and can help you. So these are three amazing points that you would give to a younger Chisholm. <laughs> thank you. So, yeah. So speaking of giving, thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And of course, same, you can always reach out and uh, slip into my DMs if you have questions and you need something. And um, yeah, thank you for giving me your time and talking to me. Thank you for having me. I'm so grateful. Thank you.